We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News and World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Dexter New Blood uh, series review. I am. We need to talk about Ethan Trasnell, and I'm joined by. I'm I'm the wrestler Kirkland Patzer. Look uh, at Taylor in here. The let's wrestle too. <laughs> I didn't notice you were stealing my name until <laughs> right at right at go time there. Well, technically, uh, like you know, usually I'm always down to give Taylor shit, but technically Taylor had it first. The Rassel? I was in the yeah, call first. Yeah, but your your name on the call was just Kirkland Patzer. Oh, my shit. name on the call. Like yeah, what? it was just Kirkland Patzer at Kirkland Patzer Paul. No, I I said it before Taylor joined. Check the pre-record because I record Boy, all of the no, before we we're live. Have, we don't have those, <laughs> but uh, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we are reviewing every single episode of Dexter New Blood. You can go back. We reviewed the first two. You can go back. I reviewed every season after that or before that. I guess I should say. Uh, lots of good stuff popping off. We have Hawkeye starting this week. We this is I this we're entering. Th- I never thought there'd still be a few geek first firsts, and there is. This is going to be the first time I'm reviewing, reviewing two series like at the same time. You know, that's never happened. It's always just been one of the Disney Plus shows, or like a you, but it's like oh, we binge it all, we review it on a weekend. This is every Monday you're going to get Dexter retros, and every Wednesday slash Thursday you've got Hawkeye. Now Hawkeye this week, I I'm going to try and watch it, but what's going to happen is we are going to review it on the Wednesday night. So it comes out Wednesday. Well, obviously it comes out at midnight, but anyways, it drops Wednesday. Usually in the past, what we do is we stay up late, we watch it, and then we're up and it's ready to go in the morning. Just because if you don't know this week, Hawkeye, they're starting with two episodes. So uh, we're not, and both of them are longer. If it was two episodes like WandaVision, um, <laughs> why was our color gray i don't know that's a good there's a chat going on about our name theme. why did it turn gray oh, on stream yards we can pick our color why do we have gray 
I have no idea. No idea. Did you and Dylan change that for your, our Patreon exclusive cast going up? Maybe. Later on this week? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but anyway, so yeah, we have Hawkeye two episodes. That's why, and they're both rumored to be like forty five minutes. So that's why. Okay, we're not gonna stay up. Watch it Wednesday. Then Wednesday night will be there. So you're gonna probably gonna get more Thursday for the podcast feed. We just teased Kirkland and Dylan just went. I believe you told us two and a half hours for the video game predictions, right? Two hours forty minutes. That's right. There you go. We were right, Taylor. We said, how long is this cast going to go? And then it went yeah. two and a half. So there you go. So <laughs> I thought three hours. You said no less than two and a half. <laughs> yeah. I know I was I know I was screwed when it, we were like, I think just over an hour and we were like just getting to the 10th nominee out of 30. It's like, oh, oh, dear. Here we go. Mm-hmm. We didn't so do all 30 because there's esports in there. We didn't really cover that stuff. But there you go. Yeah, That's yeah. a little preview for the, the Patreon. Yeah, and then if you're on Patreon right now, you can go and get that. I'm sorry to that I did not throw you first, but I'm going to throw you last. Uh, this because how we're doing it today. It's a little different of a Sunday. So, yeah, you go to Patreon. You can get that right now early. You can get the Harry Potter retro, the Hobbit retro. You can get commentary tracks. You can get every episode we do ad-free and usually early, too. Uh, yeah, so go over there, support us, and the more you support us, the more content you create. And this is an example of it because we were going to do Hawkeye comic book versions uh, 1 to 11, the first two volumes. But what we're going to do is because uh, just some deliberation, we're actually going to read the entire series because it's only 22 issues and everyone's enjoying it so far. Taylor's loving Naked Hawkeye. So we are going to read all 22 issues, bro. So that'll be out next week. That'll be out early on Patreon. Look out for that. I don't know if I'll review it because I was about to. Uh, pimp House of Gucci, but I, I'll mention on newscast. Me and Taylor do news this week. We'll have the GV3 newscast later on. Lots of good stuff happening. Taylor with his Chucky reviews. And Taylor, when we push out all this stuff, like our Manscaped code, which we are proud to be with for the entire year now, next next uh, week we actually have something new to promote, which is kind of fun. But uh, we're within the entire year, so we have all our links below. But Taylor, when we're promoting stuff, when people want to know what we're doing, where can they find that info? You can find us with your internet connection in the search bar. Geekverse.ca is our whole base. Geekverse cast is our Twitter, and Geekverse is our Facebook. Be sure to check us out on our Facebook because there will be a community fan base Christmas poll that will be popping off. Uh, question for you: What now? What day is Hawkeye premiering this week? Wednesday. On the Wednesday. Okay, cool. And is it always Wednesdays now? Or yeah, all the D plus okay. shows are Wednesdays. Yeah. So then we put the review up on the Thursday. Like we review it after the show, but then it's like public on Thursdays. Is that how it works? No, 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 no. It, 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 so, oh, wait, we're so confused. So this, in regular time, it still drops Tuesday at midnight for us. And then usually we would oh, review it. And then it's, I but technically see. that's still Wednesday when it comes out. Most people don't stay up and watch it. So yes, Wednesday is when that happens. I see. Okay, cool. There we it's go. It's going to have we some competition. Got to figure out the, the <laughs> Yeah, we're going to have to talk about that. Uh, and then, yeah, let's start talking about Dexter. Tell you feel, what do you feel about Dexter season, or whatever, season nine, episode three, New Blood? Uh, obviously, last week we learned lots of stuff with Harrison. Uh, what do you think about this week? Oh, I mean, it, it was cool to see resolution. Uh, when I say res- resolution, like it's still very open ended, but resolution in, in certain small miniature <laughs> they, they arcs that it, they created. The ghost ended it. They're like, actually, there wasn't 10 episodes, <laughs> just yeah. three. It's a shadow end, not a shadow <laughs> yeah, drop. Yeah. <laughs> we just want him but, to be happy. <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad that we got to see kind of some more results as to some mysterious things that are happening. And that being said, I, I feel like there was a couple little setups and. I, I really do feel more grounded in my roots of what I'm believing in what? Uh, in terms of things. I really I am. I feel like this like, episode did so. the exact opposite that showed more that me and Kirkland are right about this certain big badass. Is that what you're talking <laughs> no, about? No, I don't, I don't know. Like, man, it could be. It could be. But, like, are they just, like, purposely trying to screw, like, people over? We'll get into that in spoilers. Yeah, yeah. In spoilers. But, no, I just – I think it's great. It's cool. we got a lot more development with Harrison, uh, and I'm excited to talk about some stuff that went down there. Uh yeah, it was good. It was I'll good. go. Yeah, I'll go because I'm not sure Kirkland is. I like this episode, but I think it's probably my least favorite. But that's a good thing as far as like in the past, I've had least favorite episodes of Dexter and they've been like all timers. This one is just because I think Taylor nail on the head when it is about resolution. I think this was about closing one chapter of the story that I don't know if it necessarily needed the whole episode, but I get why it did. It started to set some other things up, but episode two was some setup, but we got so much answers with Dexter and Harrison. I think for me, it's like a minor spoiler, but I think Dexter and Harrison don't spend too much time together this episode. So we learn more about Harrison, but I still 
that's the dynamic I'm still most intrigued about. I still want them to be talking about stuff, but I know I think everything I want answered is going to get happened. I'm just being selfish and uh, greedy and, uh, you know, want all now. But, yeah, I think it was a solid episode. I don't think it's one that uh, stuck with me, like, later on down the series. Nothing bad. I think there's some really great comedic moments in this episode. There's, like, a multiple moments I was laughing out loud. And, uh, yeah, so I, I think it was an episode that was needed. It left us in an intriguing place. So I, I, I think it's... Uh, I, th- I think next week's going to be strong, though, because I feel like it's, like I said, they closed the door on one part, and now they started to creep the door in on another one. So, Kirkland, where were you on episode three? Yeah, I am um, I think this is definitely my favorite episode, actually, Whoa. out of the bunch. Yeah, I, I really, really love this episode. I found it entertaining throughout. I thought there was a lot of great character stuff. As Travis mentioned, like, the, um, Harrison and Dexter w- weren't together for a lot of this episode but i think that helped it a lot you got to see them just interacting with different people um specifically harrison i guess and Mm -hmm. uh yeah no the comedic moments i definitely was laughing out loud i think there was some uh moments of like impending doom that was rather intense uh i'll shout out the specific ones and spoilers but i think it just had it all honestly i I like this red herring, I'm going to call him, that keeps appearing. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that in spoilery section. Maybe Taylor will disagree with me on that. But uh, <laughs> but all in all, I thought it was great. Um, something that I, I don't know if I shouted out on the previous episodes, but I thought like the music was really, really good in this. There was a couple yes. moments when it got like rather intense and it had this creepy music. I think even the first shot with Dexter, it had this really, um, I don't know, like eerie music that was going with dexter and i thought it, it just fit the moment so well um, i thought the same thing more than any episode so far the score was really really good yeah. and they actually had some really good songs in there too like licensed music but like the score yeah. really stood out so I was like okay yeah I, I dig this yeah and just all in all i <laughs> i love this episode it, it it's interesting because as you guys were saying it's um like sort of a resolution to a certain part of the story that i definitely agree with um pretty much how the episode ended but I thought it introduced quite a few factors as well that uh, mm-hmm. I'm excited to dive into because they just <laughs> they opened up a whole new can of worms, which uh, like Travis is hinting in his name, we got to talk about Ethan. <laughs> I'm excited to talk about that because I just wasn't expecting that. Um, and when it went that route, it was like, ooh, okay, here we go. This is going to lead to something. And uh, yeah, all in all, I thought it was thought it was a really good episode. Yeah. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. So we are about to get into spoilers. So if you've not seen episode three, come back and we'll do our thing. We'll be here waiting for you. Just like our Manscaped Pod, GV Pod. 20% off. Free world shipping. Free world shipping. Free worldwide shipping. <laughs> Kirkland got shirt. Uh, let's take our ad break and then we'll be right back. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. So I, I got to jump right into I know we want to talk about Ethan, but I got to jump into the villain thing, the big bad thing, because I thought for sure when I was watching this, I'm like, OK, Taylor will finally realize he's wrong. <laughs> and he will understand that Clancy Brown is one of the big bats. And you're still. Why are they thinking... still hiding him? They, if they're hi- they would have shown. I thought they were going to show him. I thought they were going to show him. See, I'm and not this, getting that. That was the thing I was pitching with, like the red herring type character when the billionaire showed up to help out. What's her face? And again, he's being really creepy towards her. Um, he was being really creepy towards her when they were like protesting him outside the the bar or whatever it was. He brought a coffee and she like dumped it out. And he's just been really weird, w- like with that character throughout it. Stay and safe. I feel, I feel, I feel like it's trying to make us buy into that he's the killer. But I'm just, I'm not buying it. Uh, Taylor is. But why would they do? Like... Why would they do like the deviation and just go the other route? I feel like that's just such a, a lousy, lazy thing to do. I feel like them just setting it up and as it is should be just the way they should do it i feel like that's what a red herring guy is, though it's, it's trying to make yeah but i feel think. like it's a lazy red herring though um, well it is when you have like such identifiable eyebrows that clancy brown yeah. has that you don't agree with on, you did, on the something. eyebrows look so different they look like the other guys in this episode taylor you need to say it side by side like clancy brown's eyebrows are like straggly and stuff like <laughs> yeah. the guy with like, the this mask. guy's weren't when he put the mask on they weren't straggly they were like they were rich guy. Or, they like, gelled them like, down Oh yeah, <laughs> he trims before. Yeah, but no, he was I... drunk though, wasn't he? Like, he was well, drunk, so he couldn't be. That would have been afterwards, right? Girls. Yeah, that's that was after so that happy. scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know because I, I think it's like we talked about. There could be a combination of. I think they are both shady in their own way. I wonder if Kurt's going to be Dexter's big bad and the billionaire might end up being like Harrison's big bad, like Harrison's problem to deal oh, with. Oh yeah, it's tied to could Audrey. So you could just have like two shit people so yeah i don't know like that's so this episode did which like i said i i think they had a good point as far as now we don't have to worry about matt's body now i have some questions i don't know where he, like what is that where he burned him like where did he dispose that body <laughs> it's the corpse For disposal you know like you play death stranding <laughs> so burning guard so he thinks that nobody is gonna ever check this it, like I feel like out of all the options I talk about, the lake, even I know there was a bear in that hole, but it's still like, if you can go when that bear's sleeping, you can get that body in that hole and we're good to go. And I will say thank you to the show for not making that bear chase Dexter because I was very worried. Oh my worried, God, I, I was said, expecting the, it. <laughs> the bear was not the great, the animal's CGI has not been great. So I was like, please don't chase him. And he didn't. So I'm thankful for that. But like, I feel like this is the worst option because I feel like once they get some evidence of, okay, Matt is dead. I know we're going to talk about Kurt and stuff, but let's say they figure out he is dead. They're going to start looking at, okay, where could the body be? I feel like this burnery is going to be like a top thing. And I don't know. I think that would have incinerated the body because it's like, like, it's like a crematorium, but times 10, right? It's for like heavy. They could check for the DNA, but if the body's been just technically cremated, there would be no physical evidence whatsoever that ties Mm -hmm. it to Dexter in any way, shape or form. And I think the other thing I didn't like in this episode was, so he like i don't mind it they reveal that there's cameras in the woods so okay so they got these infrared cameras and everything like that but then later on when he goes back to the woods he's running around like a motherfucker with no mask and even with the incinerator i just feel like he got it feel like i'm happy that matt's body got dealt with but i feel like for me that was almost too easy of like oh well i have a place where i can just burn his body and there's no one here to check it there's no one that's going to ask me what i'm burning i just show up burn it and all my problems are gone because then in that case i'm like why did we take so long to figure this out? I know he says I'm rusty, so I thought he should have little... just told the told Matt that he hit him out because he's pissed that he almost got shot. He could have done so many different things, but he's rusty, right? 
You could have told Matt what? Oh, but instead like, of killing Matt? Yeah, instead of killing Matt, he could have like like told him like, "Hey, I knocked you out because you almost shot me." Like he could have no, played but he so wanted to kill cards. him. He wanted to kill him. Oh, yeah, so, yeah like, he wanted to. Yeah, but that's what I mean. It's the body. I don't know. I feel like I said I'm happy Matt's gone, but I feel like getting rid of the body was it was almost too easy now. Out of all the options, oh, 100 percent for, for a whole episode of like, what am I gonna do? Oh, I'll just drive down to our local incinerary. Okay, like right down the road. I know. I was kind of <laughs> eye rolling in that moment too. I'm like. <laughs> well, of course, of course, he's just got a body disposal, and my mind just went to like Death Stranding, just take into a corpse there, burn it. Mm. Did you guys like Bob's uh, solution? So good. Oh, so good. I was <laughs> laughing out loud at that moment for sure, and especially like she was acting so animated too, like like yeah. as like the the vision, like it was just so great. She literally put like her like leg up, like she was in love, like when she was yeah. like burning the body or like crushing the bodies like it was great because we got that one moment of them in the bathroom where she like put the gun up against him was threatening him but then after that she was for the first time series like a very comedic version of deb which was fun because like that was kind of some tributing back to the old school and like i like when they're talking like what you're gonna do with the body and everything like that and yeah when they just smash cut to her just putting the bodies through a wood chipper the blood is like spraying these students walking by and everything <laughs> and that 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 was really fun but so you were fine with how he got rid of the body because I feel like if he starts killing people, they're gonna be like, Man, Jim's throwing showing up to the incinerary a lot these days, like before he never <laughs> used to, and now he's here every weekend. You know, like, did that work for you? Oh, I think it worked for me. I mean, it's it, it just makes sense, it's a great way to dispose. And like, we don't know obviously the, the background story as to him learning of this location, figuring out. So, I, I'm assuming he would, if he's living in this town with no intention to kill. And he wouldn't have had any kind of idea to use that place or really fully be aware of it. So when he, I think that's represented when he's searching for places to hide a body. And he tells Deb, like, he he mum, fumbles his words a little bit. And Deb mistakes it for he's going to kill again. He's looking for the long-term place to dispose bodies. But I, I just think that the fireplace was a good choice. That he didn't know it was there initially because he had to go scout out places. That moment that you mentioned with uh, Deb, like saying like, "What the fuck does that mean?" Right? Um, like, are you gonna be killing again? I love that moment so much because one, it like it's kind of hinting towards is Dexter really there or uh, really done, or is he gonna keep killing now that he like found out possible he's got an incinerator right down the road, so we know he's got access to a corpse disposal thing. But also, you got to remember that that's all. Dexter's thoughts talking to himself right like it's like Deb's not actually there so like her like basically asking him the question when it's really him asking himself that question like <laughs> like are you going to be doing this more I don't know I just think those moments uh were really special and it just is that much better when you have Deb delivering those lines and uh I I, I love the range of emotion that Deb was showing in this episode because we've already mentioned she was really comedic she literally had him like pinned against the window, like just threatening him, and then also was really helpful. And I just love the range that we're seeing with her. Because um, I don't know, I, I think coming into the series, um, I was a little worried at like the Deb usage, but I think from episode one, they've showed how they're using her. And even just as more episodes come out, we're seeing just more that that's that, like better and i am loving it so mm -hmm. and it's very different than harry too it's not harry wasn't yeah. dancing around like chipping up bodies and stuff like that right he's very <laughs> no. serious very folly figure but this kind of taps into like yeah deb did have like a fun loving side and she was like a funny character at times so it ties in that like again that wouldn't be her idea in real life but yeah it is fun though when they talk about like oh so you can keep doing this he goes no just of course like a long-term thing but then the next time that conversation comes up, again, as I always point out, Dexter, much like Walter White, very hypocritical character. You know, and he picks up Kurt, he's like, oh, you know, the problem was that I killed. There was a problem was that I wasn't killing. You know, it's just like mm -hmm. already he's thinking about like, well, what if I, like, would my life be better? Like, he spent the whole episode and literally five minutes probably before they had this dinner scene of him with Audrey and um, uh, his son. I always forget the bishop's uh, real name. What is her first name? Allison or his, new, his girlfriend? What is it? Angela? Chief? Angela. Thank Angela. you. So. 
All right, Taylor's excited. Uh, so they're having <laughs> dinner, and he's just like, "I can't lose this. This is all I want. I, I can't let this happen again." And even before, when he was driving Harrison, you know, he says, "Dad." He's like, "That's my favorite word." But then, cut to five minutes later, he's like, "Oh, maybe me not killing people was the problem." So he's pretty much insinuating, like, "Oh, my life would be better if I could kill people." So he spent this whole episode trying to get rid of the body because he's rusty, swearing he doesn't want to do this again, talking about all the problems it leads to. But then already at the end of the episode, he's like, "Well." You know, I could, I, I could do it. Maybe that was the issue. It's just like, oh, he's, again, that's why I want him to die or get arrested because I think he's a doomed character. If he did truly get away with it, already, because he picks up Kurt, which we, that's how we started on this conversation. He picks up Kurt and clearly they're leaving the breadcrumbs of, Taylor may disagree, but when he's like, why would he lie about his son being alive? Insinuating that this guy is shady, he's up to something and he's going to, Dexter's going to get intrigued and he's going to start looking into Kurt and be like, why is he doing this? So again, it's just, he can't help himself no matter what happens he did this one kill that's why for 10 years it was best to stick to his routine because he steps off once and like an addict he's going to be back to where he was he 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 figured out all his problems he should just leave kurt alone not even look at it but now he's like oh maybe and like even when he was looking for a hiding spot for the body he's just like oh i miss this you know like like just isolation and you're and you're just again getting him back into his original dexter routine from like the original show and it's just it's it's fun those moments and i'm glad that they're emphasizing him like realizing like oh like i you know it feels good to be back i'm I'm, I'm loving this and then it must just be a thrill having those cops there just like knowing that he's the one that has the, the body there and just like all the the perils that come with it like just cl- like uh, getting close to being caught. It's probably just like an addiction up, up, as oh, yeah. much as the killings and everything, right? Deb said that, remember, uh, last episode when she's like, you're just, I can't remember the word she used. She called him like smug or something. Like he was just so happy he was getting away right. with it and stuff. Yeah. And, and that's the pro. Like I don't know what's going to lead him to kill again, but it's definitely going to be something tied to Kirk. But then what do you think? Uh, yeah, uh, Kirk, not Kurt, remember. Uh, not uh, His brother's coming in later on. But, you asking me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Taylor, what do you think as far as it seems like Dexter may be uh, – it, it's we kind of assume we got still seven episodes left so we know he's not done killing but at least in this like you know where we are trajectory with the character that he's already considering of maybe uh doing this one more time yeah i mean he, he he's gonna kill again i mean i think it'll definitely happen in the in this final season i mean it's not gonna be the one and done thing whether or not uh i'm curious if harrison's gonna catch him though or how that's going to go because I'm wondering if they're going to like identify some kind of similarities there. And that was even something that kind of like was put out by Harrison this episode. And I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> well, let's, let's Were you expecting all... titties in this episode, Taylor. Cause I wasn't, <laughs> no. oh, I wasn't, I was not at all. <laughs> well, let, let's talk about Kurt and then we'll talk about Harrison. So Taylor, why do you think Kurt is lying about his son being alive? He FaceTimed him. I think he was just drunk. Like really? he got drunk and then he just thought it happened unless big Kurt defender here. Yeah. I, I just, <laughs> yeah. It's I, really I'm going to go I'm bad his, for you. I we're, trust you. We're in court. I'm his lawyer and he confided in me. I'm like, Kurt, we're going to uh, vindicate you here. Let's go. He was drinking in the bar and he just, <laughs> he was imagining it. I'm running with it. I'm not going to stop. <laughs> he got so drunk. Okay, so but so that's what you think. You actually think you still think Kurt's just a good guy. He's misunderstood. He's missing his son. He just got drunk. So you think next episode when Dexter slash Jim will talk to him, be like, "Yeah, my son is still gone." Mm-hmm. Okay, Kirkland. <laughs> I feel like you disagree with this statement. Yeah, I disagree. With this. <laughs> I don't know. I I feel like there was moments where, like in this episode, I was trying to second guess like the the whole Kurt thing. Um, what is Taylor seeing him? <laughs> and I don't know, like maybe the fact that we didn't see him uh, was leaning that route. But it, 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 any suspicions I had kind of just got disproven when, uh, like, at the end there, because I'm just very sus on him now. Uh, he's lying. I, I was honestly expecting him to like confront Dexter there. Like I had, I had, I also had cameras in the woods or something like that. I don't know. And we are uh, Dexter Morgan. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty confident that that kurt's the one just chopping up these these girls um but i i liked what travis pitched earlier how like that'll be dexter's big bad and then harrison will have his own big bad uh in the form of the billionaire because again he's someone that's really sus i'm not saying he's innocent i just don't think he's the same killer that uh 
Taylor thinks he is. And uh, quickly mention one last thing on the cameras because I forgot to mention that when we were talking about them. I think if they don't like reference those cameras again in this episode or uh, just in the series, like in a later episode of him walk, like literally running around in the woods with his jacket, like brushing it in the snow. I think, I think, I think this episode will be brought down for me because like he literally just found out that the cameras are there and then he's like just dancing whimsically through the woods with this jacket. It's tough because that's what Emma and I were talking about that because I think they have that character say, oh, there's blind spots. So I think what we're supposed to insinuate that Dexter, like, okay, like, Why I don't just have him Kirkland's say that in the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think what they're trying to go with is that he is doing all that running around in the blind spots. But for me, unless we had a scene where he physically found where all blind spots are, the fact that he would risk that and go out, like, he for the first time just learned that there was cameras out there forever like for the first time ever he had no idea these cameras existed just because there's one blind spot where he was standing what if there's cameras all over and fine at least put on a fucking ski mask he's out there as jim Lindsay, just <laughs> running around like just run- and like even there's one moment where he's running with a jacket and you can see like vehicle lights flashing like he's yeah. close to the road and my hope is though that all this stuff leads to like we almost talked about with joe with you that him being rusty leads to his demise when yeah in all the other seasons of dexter when he says Let's say they have 10 things, right? And they say, these are the reasons we're suspicious of you. All the other seasons, he'd have an answer for it all or a plan for it all or be like, oh, LaGuerta tried to frame me. I actually wasn't bad. You know, all this stuff or Dokes is crazy. My hope is if, like I said, I want him to be, I want him to be captured. I don't want him to die. I think I like, I, I very much like with Joe, I want them to be, I want a trial. I want them to be, I want the world to know what these fuckers did, good or bad. But I think that, they're going to pin him down. And even if it's a scene with Angela of her asking all these questions and eventually, cause even already in that interrogation scene, his answers were fucking whimsy of like, Oh, I like to hike with a gun. Oh, well for protection, you know, it's just like he, his answers weren't that smooth to begin with. And that's he seems so hope. sus. He seems so <laughs> sus. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like that caught when you were talking about, you didn't get dokes five from there. You might get it eventually because he feel like he didn't buy it in my opinion well like 100 percent. and that was one of my favorite scenes in this episode was um like dexter felt like not the man in charge that he yes. used to be you know like tr- like you were just mentioning travis like he used to have an answer for everything where i thought multiple times this cop like got him in, in a couple of questions like he just he was really nervous like oh i, I gotta go back to the shop like i'm sorry yeah, yeah. uh <laughs> like it's just super r- weird and i i'm I got into my head to this cop because I thought he did such a good job at actually interviewing him. Whereas before, I thought it was gonna be just like really friendly, like, "Oh yeah, I know who you are, Jim. Like, like this will be good." And there was a couple times he just stumped him, and even like whether it was asking him how many times he saw Matt, and then he already knew. There was yes. one when he like he said like, "Oh, when you're hunting in the woods." Oh, sorry, I I meant hiking. Like <laughs> obviously, it's an interrogation tactic. I I thought he was just playing that really really well, and that's something I wasn't expecting from these. Uh, just local cops or whatever that were getting in Iron Lake. I think on top of that, what really rattled Dexter too was that other forensics guy that came in and yeah. was just like spot on. Like <laughs> and he was clumsy when he dropped his case and everything, but like <laughs> like twice he yeah twice he was like spot on though with what he was doing, especially to get kudos from Dexter. So I think all of those events just really set him back for that uh, interview or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that That's the forensic the thing I love because just like how he was like fanboying when he showed up, like, oh, I really want to help you. And so I was like, oh, what? Like, oh, I'm just a fan of CSI shows. But it's just like, <laughs> it's him again. It's that thing of like, you can see that he pushes old life away because he thought that's what's best, but not really because that's what he wanted. Because you can tell, like, there was a gleam in his eye. He missed that whole, like, the crime scene, the blood. And the guy was going full, like, Dexter mode of, like, explaining every single thing that happened just like he would in the show. Like, there was a struggle. He went there. He fell on what should have been a rock. And he's like, damn it. Like, a ro-, you know, like, he was – it was great that he wasn't just a bumbling guy. And it's – I think it showed Dexter that, okay, again, you can't be – you can't be so – just rookie material with this you know like it will catch up to you eventually but the problem is it didn't show that he had the complete opposite reaction of like well what if i could keep doing this you know it's just like yeah and again he didn't exactly say that but for him to even question of like what if me killing wasn't the problem or what if me not killing was the problem it's like well it's in his mind i feel like even next episode we could get that realization that he wants to kill again and he'll feel like he's more prepared this time but yeah that interrogation which is good because i feel like he was talking to harrison about wrestling and stuff like that it's going to be the reverse as far as like if he does suspect dexter i feel like he's gonna just 
play up the nice guy thing. He's not going to be like a bull in a china shop like Dokes was, you know, like, and Angela, it's like the same thing. Like, I think Angela's a smart character, but she's at a dif- disadvantage like Deb is because she's so close to Dexter, right? So he yeah. can twist her. He can manipulate her. All these things where this guy, he's not sleeping with Dexter. He's not having dinner with him all the time. Like they're friendly enough, but they're not like lovers or at a relationship having dinner together. So whatever she might be the last resort as far as like, no, I know Jim, he couldn't do this. He might be like, oh, are you sure? I think there'll be a little bit more. I don't think there's enough right now for him to go off and be like, hey, you are a killer and stuff, especially because I feel like at least for a few weeks, Kurt's lie is going to spread throughout the town that Matt is okay. And like, because uh, I didn't talk about it. I, I agree with Kirkland. I don't think he's just drunk. I think he's saying that to almost get like the cops away or off of him because he can't do whatever he's going to be doing with these girls or elsewhere. If the cops are on him, invest or like just talking to him, always checking up to it. He can't do that. I think Kurt knows that his son's dead. I think that's the biggest thing where it's just there's I think there was he was waiting for that blood sample. And the second that came back as positive, he knew, especially for me and Kirkland, who think he's a guy that's doing other bad shit. He knows the logistics of, okay, if they found that blood and they haven't found these amount of days, he's done. He's gone. I just have to accept that he's dead. So that's why I think he went drinking. He got fucking drunk because he's like, my son's dead. This is depressing. But I'm going to tell the town just to even buy him some time. Like, I don't know what the end game is. We're going to find out. Like, also, we got that scene of him like. It was that girl he was draining the blood of, right? Or like whoever mm-hmm. was draining the blood. So it's like, why are they doing this if it's easier to transport to if like viewers men- podcast looking to show his honor? You mentioned that in Kurt's showing Kurt's true quality. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you mentioned that uh, he's trying to get the cops off of him so he can keep doing what he's doing. But why would he insist the cops stay and stay on the case when he showed up, having them like look around and everything? Because I think that that's when he still thought. Kurt or his son was alive so I think mm. if he thinks his son's dead he's like ah oh, there's no point like let's just stop the manhunt and stop the cops being around me in the future if they're not going to find anything or maybe he wants to find the person himself and he doesn't want to have the cops take care of it if he thinks someone killed his son because I think what he's thinking is he thinks it's people on the reservation right he's thinking it's people that saw him kill the buck and then took matters in, their, in his own hands and killed Matt. So I think in Kurt's world, who in our narrative is killing these women, he doesn't want, okay, the cops are going to find out who killed my son and arrest him. He's going to find out who killed his son and he's just going to kill them or do bad shit to them. So that's another reason. I don't know his mo- complete motive, but I feel like him lying about his son is for something devious, you know, revenge. Even like I said, if he's transporting these girls or something like that, I'm sure he doesn't want Angela coming to his house every week to check up on him about his son or something like that, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. It'll be interesting to see. Um, assuming that Kurt is this weird masked murderer man, mm-hmm. masked masked murderer man, um, alliteration, alliteration there, because um, his targets usually fit this like similar age of these girls, right? And then I don't know. I could you see him like? <laughs> coming after some dude or something i feel like he kind of has his his taste for his victims um if he's i don't know like just assuming that kurt is aware that matt was murdered by someone who like who is he just gonna start like grabbing people and like asking these questions on his own trying to figure out his own case here or well and that's where maybe it comes into when we talked about last week if him and that billionaire are linked then there's a way for him to use his resources or something like that but that's what's gonna be interesting because yeah again we just found out about these cameras in the woods so who knows what else could be around stuff but that's that's what i don't exactly have an answer for because i am like dexter at the end like why is he saying his son's alive you know it's yeah there's lots of there's lots of doors which is a fun thing to have because it totally it didn't end on like a huge like like boob moment but that's something that okay it's gonna set us up for literally the rest of the season because i think kurt will be a big bad and again like they're kind of having their cake and eating it too where it's like he would have been a justifiable big bad if his son went missing but i think he'll also be like a killer so we won't feel bad that dexter has to take him out because he's taking these young girls and stuff like that and i'm sure audrey has a very good chance of being taken at some point whether it's accidentally or by you know the billionaire giving the message and saying hey could you take care of this person for me for yeah i feel like she's she's already shown like she got back in that billionaire's face. She wa- she was going to take the buck without her mom's permission and stuff like that. So I think she's going to do something else to this billionaire to piss him off eventually. Oh, absolutely. Uh, let's talk about Ethan. Let's talk about Ethan. So I do like it after the- an ad break, maybe? Uh, yeah, let's do that after an ad break right now. 
And we're back. Man, I take one news cast off and I'm rusty because that's already <laughs> trying to replace me. But, you're uh, lucky I'm fresh today. I was on point with those. <laughs> it's like watching Dexter and uh, the new CSI guy at work here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the flumsy am I, one. Am yeah. I the CSI guy? <laughs> <laughs> the <Yeah>. fumbling? <laughs> uh, let's see here. So, yeah, so Ethan, so they do the storyline where it's Harrison's first day at school. We'll talk about some of the Harrison and Dexter and cheating stuff maybe after. But they set up that he is, he's talking to the friends that Audrey had, and they're kind of the jocks and everything. And they reveal this prank that they're doing to him that they are catfishing Ethan and they're texting him all this stuff. And, oh, you should see what he shows us and everything like that. So then you can relate to that, can't you, Travis? Oh, not at all. I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hey, but again, <laughs> I think they take it to different heights there. You know, I, I, I had a little oh, fun no. with the pot. I love to, um, I make these drinks, these energy drinks in my basement. I'd love to <laughs> give you some. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I never was asking for nude photos. I never sent any nude photos, <laughs> stuff like that. I don't think we've ever fully told the story. We might have to, well, I guess we did on the trial a little bit. After I'm off to do a Gertie episode, but either way. <laughs> so they're catfishing poor Ethan. And, uh, uh, they're, they're making it seem like Ethan is, you know, this is a potential girlfriend and whatnot. And just sending, like, as Kirkland alluded to, big old uh, uh, stuff going on there. Uh, Restes. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, so Harrison is going to the cafeteria the next day. And I love this moment where he has the group, Audrey in the group, and then he sees Ethan alone. He goes to sit with Ethan. Because I like he was on the phone. They're like, oh, he's like, that's fucked up. But the guy's like, yeah, right. But he's like, he was trying to say, like, no, what you guys are doing is fucked up. And I like that he just led with it. He's just like, you're being catfished. That guy's fucking around with you. Like, and yeah. he's like, why are you talking? Like, so, like, pretty much just like, these guys deserve to be knocked down a peg. And then, which I don't think is like the greatest comeback, but that's fine. Ethan, like, photoshopped some video images of like, oh, the yeah. jock, like, having sex with a donkey or something. Like, I, I, I don't know. It was a strange comeback. But um, there's two big things that happen in this moment here where I didn't like the answer for it. Uh, what the jock comes up like? What's fuck wrong with him? He's gonna go beat up Ethan, beat up Harrison, and then like Harrison just fucking throat grabs him. Very similar to what Dexter has done in the past. They say he learned it because he was in, uh, and maybe they will retcon this. I hope they do learn it because like he was in a foster home. I kind of hope that they say Hannah taught him that shit because it would make a lot more sense of like Hannah, former serial killer, would teach him this stuff, and maybe he just doesn't say, yeah, my stepmom. But he could easily have been like, yeah, my stepmom taught me to protect myself. You know, it's a fucked yeah. up world. So I hope that they retcon that because i think hannah teaching him that makes a lot more sense than some foster home but then after that we get this facetime message of him talking with ethan and he's (laughs) i've never had a moment like this but i feel like (laughs) all of us have had a moment in our life where someone says okay here's the best example i have (laughs) so i have a moment where oh i don't even know i could tell i'm gonna quickly tell the story I we were talking about this last week in the Facebook chat. I one moment was seeing a person, and then I found out that they had a boyfriend, and it was a big shock and everything like that. Eventually, that boyfriend took me to dinner to confirm all this stuff, and it was a very awkward dinner because, like, yeah, like this night we were supposed to hang out. Like, yeah, she's at my place. I'm very sorry, dude. So he finally believed me. We talked. So it was a good conversation. Went to Kelly O's, and I just had to inform like, yeah, unfortunately, like, I didn't know she was with you, and she's been cheating on you, man. I'm really sorry. And both of us didn't talk to that girl after anything like that. So it was a good enough conversation. I'm not gonna use names, but. We get in the car and he's driving me home. Oh, he drove photos. you home. <laughs> just, wait, just, just wait for it. He drove me home. At this point where I lived, the girl was living about five blocks down with another guy after this because uh, they had already broken up and whatnot. So we were driving and then he pulls up and he goes, Oh, yeah, this, this is where she's staying. And I go, Yeah, yeah, I've heard. And he's, he's like, Watch this. And he had like a very loud car, like the one Kyle used to have with like a big engine. And he would he revved it. It was like midnight and he was revving it very, very <laughs> loud. And he was like laughing and I was sitting there very uncomfortable, like, uh, yeah, like this is cool. And then he just looked at me and said, like, you wanna do it again? And I'm like <laughs> Sure, and then he did it again, and then he dropped me off, and I never talked to that guy ever again because it was the most awkward of like, I get this is something you're into, and that what the, that Ethan gave me flashback because he was just like, yeah, you want to see some of my art, and then the art was just complete decimation of the jocks and his friends. So luckily it wasn't as bad as that, but that took me back to that moment of like, 
this is super uncomfortable. But the problem was, and this is where I th- throw Kirkland Patzer, Harrison did not look super uncomfortable with that. He's like, oh, you think you're the Punisher, eh? And he just like, he, he like was not smiling, but he wasn't disturbed by it. He wasn't turned away from it. So again, I don't know what they're going to go with, but Kirkland, what did you take from this whole Ethan experience? Yeah, it was a really... On my story, if you have any advice. <laughs> I, mean, I have a lot to say on your story. I don't think I have enough time and this texture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll bring it next afternoon. We'll, we'll dive talk into that. To it. Yeah. There's probably some details you missed, but uh, no, that 100%. was quite the story. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, you, you were talking about like Harrison just being this like white knight to Ethan, which is great. There's like a, a mean girls moment where he like walks up in the cafeteria you know, Lindsay Lohan went with the Mean Girls. He didn't. He went with Ethan. Um, <laughs> so I liked all that stuff, and I did like that he got straight to the point, and he just seemed like again this like white knight type character that's gonna come in here and just help out Ethan. He's had a rough rough luck seems since like preschool or whatever the hell yeah, they started they bullying that, him. Yeah. And um, <laughs> all that was great. And then they, as soon as he grabbed the bully though, and was like like gun ho is. Just using his physicality. What did Audrey even say? He's like, that was shit straight out of UFC. I'm like, man, this is crazy. I don't know if I've seen that in UFC, but nonetheless. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, right when that moment happened, I thought he was very, like, dark side And I'm like, okay, this is where it's going to be revealed that he, like, he is more like Dexter, where he just, I don't know, he's a little psycho y. <laughs> I feel like Ethan might be more so than Harrison. I don't know. Maybe I'll yes. lean into that route. Maybe it'll be like uh, Ethan's the brains of the operations and Harrison gets oh, his done. God. Who knows? Maybe it could lead to something crazy. I was kind of laughing at that moment because I just couldn't believe what we were seeing. Like, first of all, <laughs> it's like, hey, friend, I just met. Can we just FaceTime here? Like, not text, not phone. Okay, yeah, sure. And then <laughs> leads to... <laughs> you want to see what photos I did of them? <laughs> I was like burst out laughing before I even saw the images. I kind of assumed <laughs> yeah, where this really was great. going. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, look at me. Clothes. He's just like jacked where, with his Punisher <laughs> outfit. It was just very, very strange. And yeah, <laughs> Harrison's reaction was not helping whatsoever. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> yeah, I think it all was just crazy. I haven't fully digested what I saw. But um I can see it leading some sort of route. I, I I'm curious. I'm curious where it's gonna lead to because we've already mentioned that there's been so many doors that are open. This is a another like double double door that got opened <laughs> with yeah. with Ethan yeah. and I Harrison. I wasn't expecting Ethan to be a door opened at all. <laughs> no, not when we started this show. Watch, he's the real big bad Dexter has to take down. Fuck, he's been the one killing the girl. He's in the mask. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. On the Punisher, bitch. <laughs> oh, I would hate that so much. Oh, because what will happen is Ethan will kill Dexter and then Harrison has to kill Ethan to get the payback on him <laughs> and stuff like that. Well, and I think, like, hey, when golly. you say, like, it, it's a little weird as far as, like, I can actually believe the FaceTime because, like, I think Ethan's probably not had much interaction or friends. So maybe it's just, like, it's not a normal thing to do, but it's like he doesn't really know how to be normal because it seems like it sucks if it's since elementary school you've been the kid sitting alone because she's like, I, like I wish he kind of held Audrey to more accountable because she's like, well, that's what happens in a small town, so you grow with it. But so like, yeah, but fuck you, you're still part of the problem. Like it doesn't matter. It's just like, it's like they signal him out as like, hey, you're the loner kid, and you're gonna be the loner kid your whole life. So I could like, and hundred percent legitimately, that's how a lot of these things happen. Go watch. Uh, we need to talk about Kevin Ezra Miller when he used to be a good actor. Uh, it sets that up, so I can buy Ethan being a weird kid. It was a strange turn, and I don't. It's one of these things that they introduce that I don't think there's a middle ground. I think we're going to talk about episodes from now and be like, oh, this is very interesting. Or it could be uh, a blight on this season. Like, it's just a, a wrinkle I don't know if we needed. I don't know if we needed someone else in the town that's, like, having fantasies about yeah. killing people and stuff like that. But, hey, maybe if Harrison is a dark sider kind of guy, he does want to kill someone. And maybe that's where Ethan's like, no, like, I just draw stuff. Like, I'm not actually – like, I don't know. Like, I think this this – being introduced has high risk and high reward. I don't know which route had, and I don't know how to feel about it. And I, well, and I, and I think it's something they can't just drop too. They can't just not talk about Ethan in the future now, you know? No, exactly. I was going to say, I hope that they tackle it well and like use it in a way to just reveal more about Harrison. Um, yes. I feel like you can't just lead this with like, oh, this is how Harrison does something crazy. Because Ethan, like, come on. <laughs> like, there's got to be something with Ethan that gets We're mentioned further down the line. <laughs> I just can't get that line out of my head. What do you say? 
<laughs> you want to see what I drew? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so, the good thing was it just a bunch of dicks, like super bad. I you was know? gonna like, say, yeah, it could have been anything. <laughs> could have been like him yeah. with just like just jacked or something. Him rest like there was even a wrestling ring, which was hilarious. Um, yeah, God. yeah, I, I would be, uh, yeah, I don't know, kids, people listening, if everyone asks you, hey, you want to see what I drew, uh, be careful who you say yes to. I feel uh, like it could have been so easy, too, if Harrison was just like, oh, I sat with the I wrong kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe the right kid, because now he's in his good books. Yeah, maybe. So I I, I don't know how Taylor's going to feel about this, because obviously he feels some way about Kurt. So, uh, Taylor, why is Ethan a nice, innocent victim so far, not a red flag? Uh, I mean, he, it depends if he's going to continue his revenge. He got that one up and coming, like attack retaliation. But if he presses his advance, then I'll know at this point, I'm, I feel like, okay, he's still the victim. It's too early to tell, but yeah, he's got these drawings he's done and tendencies and such, but that's just been a built up pent up mindset that's developed over since kindergarten. So I don't blame the guy for drawing these, you know, iffy things, but it's it'll be interesting to see what he does in the real world in the next couple episodes and i think that's gonna decide his not his fate but his trajectory and where he's gonna go as a character and development wise so that'll be interesting um i'm looking forward to how it's gonna go with uh harrison because obviously dexter's surprised like oh harrison's gonna be with uh you and audrey for dinner okay and he goes out there Mm -hmm. and like is he gonna come home and be like, oh, uh, do you and Ethan want dinner, uh, Harrison? Like, he's just gonna be serving him up food at home. Trio like, killers, yeah. I love yeah. when she's like, oh yeah, but Harrison said he's coming over, and he takes the phone off, and he's like, fuck, and then he yeah. puts the phone back. <laughs> that was some great like comedic acting by Michael C. Hall. But yeah, you're right. It's gonna be the next two episodes. How do you feel like? Because I I feel like I've made my feelings pretty know that I really don't want Harrison to be like. I don't want a dark pasture. I don't want him to be a killer. I don't want some like a potential spinoff. I really just want him to be a normal guy. And I feel like last episode, they were doing that exact setup of he's he's sociable. He can talk to people. He like is good with animals. Like I feel like they did everything to set up like he's not a Dexter type of you know could have that rough upbringing. Could be a killer. So this episode, him not like re- I'm hoping he didn't react because he just thought nothing of it. Like oh, this is just Ethan drawing some stuff. It's like I'm in the camp where I don't want Harrison to be have a dark pasture killer. Where are you, Taylor? As far as like, how are you if that is a route we go in this show? If he is like, oh, I do have I, Hannah didn't die of cancer. I took her out. Like I don't want anything like that. But I mean, like how how do you think you would feel if he is uh, a Dexter 2.0 in that sense? I'd be okay with it because I think it's a clear sign of what they want to do for season uh, a new season, a new show kind of thing. Mm. I think that he's definitely in the cards for being a new continuation uh so him having something like a dark passenger i'm kind of all for it i'd be down to see how it goes because i i like the turnaround i like the twist of him just taking control of that scene and it worked well with him because he really dominated and took control so him being a killer would be very intriguing but i, I still got questions i'm curious okay is from in this point of view he knows that he's got a little bit of anger and he's sticking up for the little guy. Maybe he thinks of himself as more of like a vigilante because like he could have really hurt that guy, but he stopped himself and he chose not to. Whereas the difference between him and Dexter, Dexter just flat out, just knocked Matt out and killed him. So you have a guy like a teenager in like public, Harrison. True, Harrison's it's in, in pu- public, it's in in public but yeah. Dexter's made mistakes in public before and such. So I feel like I can't like pinpoint. You would know better than I would, but I'm pretty confident he's made a mistake. So Harrison, he's made a few, but I don't know if he's ever choked. Like he got, he threw a guy's phone once. He like he did kill a man in public, but it wasn't self defense. So I don't know if that counts. Like because that's a guy that killed his sister. So like there's been things, but I don't know if anything is outright as that when he was that young too and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Uh, but the other thing is what's going to happen is um, him joining wrestling is a very bad idea and he's going to fuck one of those kids up in wrestling. Oh, and 100%. Get in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. And Dexter's going to get called to school and that's going to be there. And maybe that will be the start of like, oh, he does have something. But where are you working well, on Harris? Oh, go ahead. Yeah. It's funny because even like, like hinted to the bullies, right? Like round two's on the wrestling mat. <laughs> 
saying, oh, you don't um, want to do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what was the one line that the sergeant dropped? I laughed so hard when he said it right away because it was like a tongue twister. I didn't even hear you him. I was like, what I drew? <laughs> no, it was like. <laughs> <laughs> it's him and Ethan. God. It was Everybody. real men are made on the mat. And he said it like so fast when he was like, yeah. just again, just talking to. Uh, uh harrison about joy wrestling i had to like rewind and put on subtitles i'm like what was that what did you say there and uh no great moment but um yeah he's gonna fuck some one of those kids up and everything you said and travis you're mentioning um how you don't want harrison to go the route of being like a darker character i definitely think we're going there so maybe just like mentally prepare yourself i am what once yeah. we had him like oh you're the punisher i was like fuck <laughs> we're, yeah. we're, we're, the, the, i was hoping he was gonna take that that moment was gonna be like oh shit like something's wrong with ethan so then when he does catch dexter we would have established oh he might turn his dad in because he thinks yeah. this is fucking you know fucked up but again well, who knows what hannah also told him because hannah was a killer too right so we don't know totally no yeah i'm i'm waiting for like a big dexter harrison moment um i i think they're they're carefully like placing certain characters together whether it's harrison audrey they now have um i forget the sergeant's name sergeant logan maybe um logan, he, yep. yeah so sergeant logan who again was interrogating jim Lindsay dexter he was he was interviewing him well i don't i don't want to say that makes him suspicious but I, I still think he's a suspect no matter what happens and now you have sergeant logan who's going to be interacting with harrison on like different times so i i just think they have a lot of players um that are interacting with each other that isn't dexter that that makes it really interesting because I, I think there is going to be a really big moment with harrison and dexter and mm. uh it could possibly be the biggest moment in the series i'm curious i again i'm i'm speculating whether it's going to be like really close to the end of the show like i don't know maybe the penultimate episode is like when harrison kind of figures out about dexter or something like that i hope it's um, sooner I hope, you think it's I sooner think, or you hope well because if we do penultimate then it's like then you just have the finale to deal with it and yeah i know if it's the last season i feel like if we have 10 episodes I, i'm hoping maybe six because then you get like seven eight nine ten you gotta get four to three episodes to play with it so because and what i thought was still gonna happen it's the countdown to trinity but i thought we might get trinity's episode it's different because harrison and dex were so separate i love when harrison's like hey i took the test again and did even better and, and dexter's like congrats and then he just like closed the door on him, oh like, yeah oh. so distant like, from him yeah like and obviously at the end of the episode they established like he's gonna try and be better and more from there and he got rid of matt again he's already thinking about killing so it's like well no you're gonna fuck this up again like you're just you pieces shit like you're you just said you're gonna be closer for this kid and already you're thinking about not being there for him so it's it's interesting but i i hope it is like five six seven the latest i want episode seven the latest but i think that could be tied to if he has dark tendencies whenever that does start to be a conversation or he has suspicion i imagine that's when we'll get our trinity cameo because i feel like he's gonna blame trinity right because the whole killing and the yeah. bathtub and stuff so like because I, I thought it would come because I felt at each episode so far they've had like a really big moment. They've still had big moments in this one, but like they've had one like the oh shit. So I'm interested and especially because last week they brought up the mom, but they didn't, you know, they brought up Rita, but they didn't continue on that. I don't think they're not going to. I think it's going to happen. I just thought, oh, because he had that thought bubble about last week. Maybe this week is when he asked Dexter, but maybe it's Absolutely. next week now that it's a bit more quiet and there's not a bunch of cops around. Yeah, I'm curious if they go the route of, let's just assume there's going to be some wrestling in the next episode. Harrison takes it a little too far, gets a little too rough, um, and then Dexter gets called there, and then is that where he has like a one-on-one -on -one with his son? Like I, like, I have my dark moments too, and then it just plants some seeds to some sort of, uh, I don't know, uh, comparison to their... I don't know their personalities and stuff like this. I'm, I'm, I'm just very curious the way that they tackle this moment because it's gonna happen at some point in the series. I, I just don't know <laughs> when. Well, what if it's the reverse? Because I, I can't remember. I think it was Taylor who pitched it, who said like, "What if Harrison catches Dexter? What if it's the other way around? What if Dexter catches Harrison doing mm. something?" And that's how that conversation can kind of go. Because I feel taped like... up to the like the, the <laughs> plank thing. Maybe, maybe not exactly. <laughs> maybe he just. You know, catches him and Ethan doing some weird shit, and he's just like, they gotta have a conversation <laughs> about see our pictures. Together. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Want to see our pictures, Daddy? But like, no. Like, there's a way of like he would say like, oh, this is how you cover up. This is how. Again, I don't really want that because we've just 
we've had that before in the show of him taking on an apprentice. I w- I hope it's just the sun stuff. I am preparing myself and hopefully it's done well and I'll go with it if it is. But I feel like if he catches Dexter, they got to be careful they do because, you know, that was the big thing with Deborah catching Dexter, right? Like guy strapped to the table, walks in on him. So I don't know how they would do it. I thought Matt being on the property was maybe the way they were going to do it was he would have discovered something that way. But obviously Matt is now uh, – a bunch of ashes that just went throughout the city, which is kind of morbid. I thought there might be some sort of DNA thing, but like Emily said the same thing to you guys, like, no, it wouldn't be. I just thought, isn't that just risky? Just like flakes of mat going around Iron Lake, but I, I guess not. I guess it's just going to brush away at the snow and everything. So RIP, the piece of shit, Matt. Um, anything else on Harrison or Audrey or their drive? I like the Buffalo scene. I like the whole, like, again, talking about human connections, stuff like that. Like, uh, morbidly gave him the idea of burning that i really like that moment where he like took one last look at the buck you know like because he it did like mean something <laughs> he to said him. buffalo and it threw me off i was kidding. <laughs> yeah, did i say buffalo <laughs> yeah yeah. Yeah. Buffalo. That part. yeah yeah that was the end credit it was dexter versus buffalo this time he, <laughs> every episode needs First a, a bear. fucking cgi animal yeah. <laughs> did you guys like that scene where he was picking up kurt and then he's like oh the ash is falling it's probably as close as matt and kurt have been <laughs> like ever I'm like, i laugh but it's so warm oh yeah oh yeah it's that dark humor right um no i i I love the moment with the buck i thought that was really really touching and like just the the comparisons of seeing the way that matt is being put to rest (laughs) and and this buck is and the fact that uh matt like illegally killed this this animal it's like very majestic animal and such like a brutal matter in like a situation that shouldn't have even been possible um I, I just I, I found the 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 what am I trying to say the similarities or the comparison of the two just just really 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 good and mm-hmm. like because it's literally like you have the buck being burnt or uh, buried and then you have Matt being burned like the next scene like it's almost as if they're having like funerals at the exact same time in completely oh, yeah. different situations it's like Anakin it was and Padme both going through surgery at the same time <laughs> yeah no exactly that's exactly what it's like and wow. I I really really liked it. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. <laughs> Great example, <laughs> I just, Taylor. I just think about that. Uh, is bad, <laughs> man. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. We had the school stuff. But Angela was just kind of more, we saw more of her like, being crossed between both worlds as far as people being like, yeah, I've been here for a while. And, like Just calling yeah. her out. That's going to be a common theme. I liked it, too, because it, it just sprinkled some more Iris. Um, yeah. Like, you know, like, because we're going to get that big reveal some point, um, who this person actually is and her attachment to. Uh, I thought her name was Central. Trish. So I was completely wrong. I know. <laughs> you said that last episode. I'm like, that was her name? Okay. I, I don't remember what it was, but I'm going to believe you. And then here it said Iris. <laughs> Unless it's another person that we just don't know about. But could yeah, be. I could have been wrong there. And then A lot we of girls also are met, missing. Yeah. And we also met the podcaster, which was... As like a negative for me, it was a weird cut when they showed her walking in the snow and they had like this like this power clock. music going. Yeah, and then it just kind of like like went away. It was like that wasn't needed at all. Like sh- like here's the thing, they did it in a way where shit, this is gonna be a big actor. And <laughs> this is Angel like, Batista. <laughs> yeah, like no, but even just like someone that like uh, like a Clancy Brown where it's like I know like Clancy Brown got less of an entrance than her and. I'm guessing she's just going to stir up shit for Dexter because she's going to be not like letting the mat thing go and stuff. But yeah, like, like, so they introduced her. It was fine. We'll see where it goes. Yeah, no, I, I completely thought the same thing when they introduced her and this music's coming. I'm like, this is going to be someone from like Dexter, Dexter. And then we see her face. I'm like, I don't remember her, but she must have some meaning because they had such an entrance for her. Like basically had the red carpet out and didn't really lead to anything. I know she's going to, like Travis just mentioned, like stir up some shit or something. I don't know. I'm getting like uh, a character from you vibes from her. (laughs) I feel like she fits that criteria of the characters that are in that show. So I'm excited to see what happens with her, but I just think her entrance was a little overdone. That's how they're gonna cross them over. I'm telling you, Joe and Dexter. That is that is a fucking money maker. I'm telling Dexter you. Dexter goes to Paris after this. Yes, <laughs> De- Showtime and Netflix. You need to work together and figure out who would not want to watch a season of Dexter trying to catch Joe. Fuck man, that'd be I'm so in. good. And like Joe has such a record of like, yeah, like this guy definitely deserves the table, 100. percent And just the conversations they'd have. Fuck yeah, that'd be so. Oh, I'm just salivating at the idea, Dexter and Perry. Um, what about you, Ted? Anything final shout out for this episode? 
No, not necessarily. I the conversations you mentioned of like uh, Joe and Dexter having with each other. You guys know in Sherlock Holmes: A Game of Shadows at the end when they're playing chess and Robert Downey Jr. and then Professor Moriarty are speaking to each other in their minds. I like that. I like that. Would that would be what would happen. I like that. Instead of calling it Sherlock and Moriarty, you say Robert Downey Jr. and Moriarty. Is that because? <laughs> Like, is it because you don't know the actor's name who plays nope. Moriarty? Yeah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it could it could definitely be like that. It would be a great scenario. It'd be like a very match versus match, or like identical to go. But uh, what would you want to win? Ah, uh, Dexter. Joe, like both of them deserve to die and be imprisoned, but at least Dexter was trying to do good. Joe's never been like in Joe's mind. He's been trying to do good, but he's constantly taking out many innocent people. Like the second he killed Beck, it's, it's like spoilers <laughs> for season. It's just like when he had her locked up. I was like, okay, he might eventually let her up. I was like, no, nah, he's just because all the other people before were like some shit people. And sure, Beck was like she made some mistakes, but she was just a young girl. Like she didn't deserve to fucking kill her and bury in some leaves and shit. So Dexter's like, and again, Dexter like helped care Laguerre killed Laguerre stuff like that. But that was like. Seven seasons in the show. Season one, Joe's already like, "Hey, you gotta go. It doesn't matter if you're innocent. Yeah. You're, you're going." You know. So Dexter, Dexter kills Joe, and then he gets arrested. That's the season right there. <laughs> and then Harrison and uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, fuck. What was Joe's kid's Ethan. name? No, oh, not Joe's kid's name. <laughs> Ethan. <laughs> yeah, that's what they. Uh, no, Forty, the whatever his name 40. is. <laughs> what was his real? Was it Henry? It was Henry. Henry. Was it? Yeah. yeah, Henry. Yeah. No, that's what Henry's actually Ethan. He he left there, and that's yeah. <laughs> oh but, boy. Uh, what about you? I've seen my drawings. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything to shout out? Uh, I don't think so. I I don't know. I, I I thought this episode just did a really good job at like building suspense. Whether whether it was moments of the cops like just revealing something that mm-hmm. dexter didn't plan for like the, the dogs coming um a lot of those moments Fucking when dogs? he when he was forced to like move the body i 100 percent thought harrison was actually going to be awake and then like come find him like what you doing dad and didn't happen so i don't know i i, I thought it just played really well in the suspense because those are the, some of the most like intense moments in dexter it's just like when he's so mm-hmm. close to being caught or something like that and mm-hmm. i thought this episode had a good amount of them and like I was saying before, it just had a total package of comedy, suspense, and just story reveals, some Ethan drawings, some titties. <laughs> Ethan drawings and titties, you know? <laughs> what, what more can you ask for an episode of Dexter? So, well, we'll be back next week. It's going to be episode four. I'm very mad they've not released a promo for it yet. I've been looking all the time and no promo whatsoever, but I'm very excited to see... What we're gonna go? Where? What's up with Kurt? What's up with this billionaire? Now, what the fuck is up with Ethan? We got so many players on the board. Let's just hope it. Uh, let's just hope it doesn't get messy, because that's the only worry I have. That we're introducing so much that I just worry. Like I know people might be like, "Oh, well, we still have seven episodes." Yeah, but that's not a lot when you really think about it. And you still know, like, Trinity's in the show. You know, Dexter and Deborah are going to have some, like, really more big scenes and stuff like that, I'm sure. And we still, like, I, I think I am starting to realize that I don't think I'm going to get what I want, which is fine of, like, Dex- I, Dexter being arrested and, like, sent back to Miami or something like that. Because I still, well, I'd love, like I said, Masuka and Batiste, like, all these other characters to find out because they were so vital to the old show. But I think he's going to... uh uh, meet his demise in Iron Lake. I think that's the route we're going to go. And who knows? Maybe Harrison goes back to Miami. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning in this Dexter ne- episode. I keep forgetting to do uh, I the opening I want to say tonight's tonight, but I always forget every single week. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. And it won't be boring. <laughs> Bye-bye. Goodbye.